everyone. Welcome to the show. So some of this information might be old news by the time I share it or completely changed, but today is the New Hampshire primary. Trump is up by double digits over Nikki Haley in most polls, but we have seen how polls have been wrong in the past few election cycles. So we'll see. So, so far, you know, about 4% is in according to the Washington Post. And of that, Nikki Haley is running about seven points behind Trump. Um, you know, a lot of the polling again had him double digits ahead. So we'll see because there is some fierce opposition to Trump in New Hampshire, even from people who voted for him in 2016 and 2020. So even if he wins the primary, this could translate throughout the country and we could see a big upset in the general election. So I will explain. NBC News reporter Garrett Hake is in New, New Hampshire. He has been speaking with voters, and he says that he keeps running into two-time Trump voters who say that they can't vote for Trump again. When he asked them why, a lot of them cited his actions following the 2020 election, like his election denial, January 6th. The Daily Wire also interviewed this woman I'm going to show you. Her name is Anne Marie. She is a former Trump voter, and she's one of only six registered voters in her town. But here's what she had to say. And what can we see from you tonight? Who are you voting for? I'm voting for Nikki Haley. Why? Because I think she's the right person for the job. And I think that if she doesn't win the Republican nomination and Trump does, that a lot of people will end up voting for Biden because they're not fans of President Trump. I think we've had enough of Joe and it's time for Joe to go. So I'm supporting Nikki. And you voted for Trump in 2016 in the primaries and I now did. you're voting for Nikki. So why the switch? Because I think that while Trump has a lot of strengths and I think he did a very good job as our president and in a lot of ways we were in very good shape economically and otherwise under his presidency. I believe that instead of making America great again, he made America hate again. I think he caused a lot of issues with the society, and I think there's a lot of controversy around him, and we don't need that anymore. It's time to move on. We need to grow up and have a real leader who can focus on the real issues. So again, this is all anecdotal. We'll see how this shakes out. But also CNN reporter Elena Treen spoke with these lifelong Republican voters who say that the party isn't what it used to be been a lifelong Republican until President Trump came into office, and I would like to get the Republican Party back to its normal conservative values. My conscience won't allow me to vote for a criminal. I'm sorry. And, and what has led you to vote for Haley instead? What do you like about Haley? What are some of the attributes that drew you to her? She's not Trump. Now, those two people said they voted for Nikki Haley today. They said that they will consider voting for Biden in the general election if it comes down to him and Trump. Um, Politico also spoke with two-time Trump voters who said that there's no way that they can go back to him again. 64-year-old independent Scott Simeone, he told Politico, quote, I can't vote for Trump. He's a crook. He's too corrupt. I voted for him and I didn't realize he's as corrupt as he is. I mean, we tried to tell you, <laughs> but anyway, glad he finally figured it out. Um, another voter named Sean Van Anglin, he was a big Trump supporter right off the bat in 2016, but he also cast his primary ballot for, for Haley today. And he said, if Trump is the Republican nominee, quote, 
I don't think I can vote for Trump. I vote in every election. I've never left a box blank, and I might have to this time. So wouldn't vote for Biden, but he wouldn't vote for anybody for president. Um, another Trump voter named Lisa Tracy said, quote, I liked him, but he just scares me now. Everybody that has ever worked for him is not anymore. Tracy said that if it comes down to Biden versus Trump, she will definitely vote for Biden. And 81-year-old independent Curtis Thornbrough says that he feels the same way. Thornbrough or Thornbrew, I guess it is. He said he voted for Barry Goldwater, Bob Dole, both Bush presidents. <laughs> and then he voted for Obama twice and he voted for Biden in 2020. He declined to say who he voted for in 2016. So I, I don't know what to make of that, but he's leaning towards Haley today. And in regard to Trump, Thornbrew said, quote, I can't find anything good to say and I try. <laughs> he's dangerous and the people around him are too. So another independent, a 79-year-old man named Forbes Farmer, said that he could never vote for Trump in the general election. Farmer said, quote, I absolutely hate Trump. So that's, you know, good news. But then there are still some independents that voted for Biden in 2020 who say that they'll sit out the 2024 election if it's Biden versus Trump again. 34-year-old Michelle Green said that she, quote, morally can't support the lesser of two evils. And this is something we're seeing. There's definitely a divide in, among Democratic-leaning independents as well as Democrats. Um, there's a divide along demographics as far as age. The older people who lean Democratic or who are Democratic, they are absolutely no way in hell can we elect this maniac, this dictator, you know, who's who's going to try to become an autocrat. And then younger people are like, eh, well, whatever. I mean, it's fine for now, <laughs> if that's what it comes down to. I just don't think they're looking at the big picture. Um, anyway, then there's also New Hampshire voters who say they will cast their ballot for Haley in the primary, but they're still going to back Trump in the general election. So check this out. Here in this primary, though, you're someone who, when DeSantis dropped out, you were not entertaining Trump, right? No. I'll vote for him in the general election if that's what it comes down to. I did in 2016 and I did in 2020. And I will again if he's the nominee. So that's not good. But there is a lesson to be learned from what this man had to say. For everyone who thinks that January 6th wasn't an issue, isn't an issue for Trump, or anyone who thinks that his upcoming trials won't make any difference, check this part out. I wonder what your breaking point was with the former president as someone who voted for him in 2016 and 2020. What made you even start looking around for someone who wasn't Trump? I think. Uh, January 6th, his uh, actions immediately afterwards, he should have denounced that. As soon as he got out of control, he should have been on top of that, and he did. He sat it out for three or four hours, mm -hmm. five or six hours. Yeah. And I'm not saying that he, he, uh, he caused it. I'm not saying that, that uh, I mean, everybody there that broke the law, mm -hmm. I want them all prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Mm -hmm. I mean. It just was out of control. 
but he didn't speak against it immediately, which uh, really disappointed me. So I think Democrats should hammer the Republicans with this. You know, that even if Trump didn't mean to incite the insurrection, you know, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. OK, he didn't know he didn't intend for this, but he failed in his sworn oath to protect the country. He was the commander in chief that day. He literally had full and total control and could have stopped the Capitol attack at any moment. And, you know, because of the January 6th Select Committee investigation and their public hearings, the public was made aware of the fact that he sat on his ass and did nothing but watch this violence on TV. And in fact, he did worse than nothing. I mean, Trump stoked the flames. He threw gasoline on the fire with his tweet about Mike Pence. We wouldn't have known about any of that if not for the televised select committee hearings. And Merrick Garland would have never taken the January 6th investigation seriously without first being completely shamed and embarrassed by those hearings. You know, but a lot of people said, oh, Trump voters aren't going to watch the, the select committee hearings. And even if they do, it's not going to make a difference. So we don't know what impact Trump's trials might have, even if he's not convicted. Because we see that did move the needle. Those hearings did move the needle with some people, you know, and it seems like a statistical impossibility that he won't be convicted on a, even one of these things, one of these crimes, given that he has 91 charges against him. So we will see from what I have heard from the reporting today, turnout has been pretty high. I don't know who that favors, you know, he brings out his supporters. I mean, they are definitely amped and excited to vote for him, but then he also brings out the anti-Trump people, huge, hugely, bigly. I mean, like you've never seen before. It's, it's unbelievable. The biggest crowds come out against him. <laughs> Believe me, you know it and I know it, okay? Anyway, all right, <laughs> enough of him. I will let you know when I hear more. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you can. Love you guys. Take care. Talk with you soon.